0: It's, um, I don't have no big crib like y'all.
1: This is, is Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. 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 Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com. Make your crypto play today. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. Buffalo Wild Wings and by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit swbc.com.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
2: Thanksgiving. There we go. Thank you. Towards the night before Thanksgiving, we got all kinds of excitement going on because on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys always play a little football. They're taking on Washington Commanders. I'm Chris Arnold from 105.3 The Fan. And as always, Nate Newton, three-time Super Bowl champ, is here, along with, from DallasCowboys.com, the man, his name is Nick Harris. And our special guest this evening is the first man to get five Super Bowl championships, he got five rings somewhere in his house. Maybe it's locked up in a safe. He is also a Pro Football Hall of Famer. He is also a member of the Ring of Honor. Put your hands together for Mr. Charles Haley. Chuck, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good. How? Put you your doing? mic down a little bit closer. There you a closer. go. A little bit closer. A little is bit closer. Constant? Turn his volume up a little bit more for him. Well. There we hey, go. Hey, I'm doing good. How y'all guys doing? Man, yeah, we doing great, great good to man. See you. We're so glad to see hey, you. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, when we start the show off, we usually talk about what the Cowboys did the weekend before. The Cowboys, by the way, are 73 now. They thumped the Panthers in Carolina, and they called it. He said this game ain't even going to be a match. They won 33 wait to minute, 10. Wait
3: a minute, wait a minute, What did you just say? He they said, what did the offense
4: do?
2: The offense scored, uh, not 33, because uh, Deron Blaine got a touchdown, got a pick six.
4: 26. <laughs>
2: 26 points. What, Dak got a 180-yard pass? Yeah, he didn't bust 200, but they didn't. I guess he didn't have to. Oh, okay. But you know what? I was going to bring up something else because they, they kind of took care of business. In other words, they didn't let that trip them up. Nate said they were going to look past him, and they didn't. But my question for you guys is this. Before the game, Jerry almost hijacked the show. When he announced that Jimmy Johnson, y'all's coach, was finally going into the ring of honor, I want to ask Charles first. What's your thought of Jimmy finally getting in, and you already in? I'm happy for him. Just that simple. Did you know it might happen this year? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for him. Everything. I think everybody's happy for him. I think even Jerry was happy for him. Nate, what was
0: your reaction? I'm ec- I'm ecstatic, man. I you know, it's guys like Coach Johnson and this guy sitting to my right, Charles mm-hmm. Haley, man. It kept me on the narrow path, man. He helped keep me in shape and make me look at the game a different way, and Coach Johnson just continued to push. So I, I, I'm excited, man. Uh, I know Charles will be there on the 30th of next month. I'll be there. A yeah. whole lot of guys have been texting me saying they'll be there. So I want to make this thing a big thing for Coach Johnson.
2: One of the reasons Jerry said he wanted to have it on December 30th when, they take, when, when the Cowboys take on uh, the Detroit Lions on Saturday Night Football, is because it's an an addition. It's an extension of Monday Night Football. And Troy's going to be there. And I know, Charles, when you were in the Ring of Honor, it was Troy that surprised you and told you that you were going in, right? Can you tell that story a little bit? That Troy Eggman, were you over in Jerry's office, and Troy had some news for you? Um, I think uh, I don't. I don't really remember what happened, man. <laughs>
3: um, I I think um, yeah, I think Troy did um um tell me I. You know what? Um, that part of my life is a blur. Yeah, I um, got you. I, I don't dwell on re- award awards and mm-hmm. stuff, man. I I'm just man, the happiest moment in my life was to play with a bunch of guys, man. Um, uh, my teammates, they're the one to put me there. Oh yeah. Um, and I get more pleasure out of hanging with Nate, knowing that you know what? Every day I I know whether I'm up or down, I knew Nate's going to be there.
2: That's right. The relationships.
3: Me. Yeah, and, and that's, that's what I cherish. I cherish the relationship with
2: my teammates. Mm-hmm. Well, Jimmy Johnson is going into the Ring of Honor. Nick, when you heard about it, what was your reaction? Because, again, I think Cowboys fans are like, I can't believe it. It's like hell froze over. Jimmy and Jerry together. And Jim is going into the Ring of Honor.
4: It wasn't necessarily a moment of I can't believe it, but more so I can't believe it's happening right now in Carolina at a visiting stadium. So it all happened super fast. We we got the we got the notion last minute that there was going to be a press conference, and at that time it was about forty five minutes away. So we packed up what we had going on and went down and made it happen. And then uh, yeah, that, that, that's that's what it ended up happening. Uh, couldn't have couldn't have imagined that would have happened when I woke up that morning.
3: Hey, who gonna tell Jerry not
2: to drink? <laughs> you know, he's probably gonna have something, something. He's gonna have it's, something a, it's a Saturday night. <laughs> gonna, it's, a, hey. it's a Saturday night. You know, he's gonna be happy and Saturday. celebrating. Hey, this the whole night. This is at halftime? This is at halftime? At halftime. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh oh. Uh oh, what? You know, Jerry started drinking. <laughs> he <ain't no> <laughs> <happen>. That means <laughs> it's gonna be a real party. It's gonna be a major celebration. And you know, just like when, um, when all y'all. Show up for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame honors and all that, and they have you down at halftime. At one, of th- Jimmy came back when he went to the Hall of Fame, and the first thing he did that made the crowd go crazy goes, "How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Y'all remember when he said that in that locker room? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, something special, wasn't it? Yeah, you
3: know, um, if if they really want to want to make this special for um for Jimmy, um, Jerry and them should give um the players, um tickets to come to the game mm-hmm. um, if he really wants them, want it to be something truly special. Yeah. Because I, I feel like if he throw that olive branch out like
2: that, I, I believe a lot of guys will come in and go. Oh, yeah. I, I think you're right. And, and speaking of Troy, again, because Troy will be there on the 30th working for ESPN on Monday Night Football. Troy, a, a few years ago, and he actually did it this past year, too, he every now and then gets the Super Bowl teams together. And have all the players get together and y'all get a chance to, to to bond and talk those old stories and talk some noise did you enjoy that nate yeah I,
0: i've always enjoyed it man but like so i get to see charles maybe four six, six seven times a year mm-hmm. like, uh, more during the football season but i'm talking about when football season though we we'll see each other and pass and i'll talk to tony tobert i Called Troy one or two times. I speak. I, Mike, you know you catch Mike anyway. Oh yeah, Mike's yeah, everywhere. So he's everywhere. So, uh, but it's guys like that, man. And I bonded with some of the younger guys like Barry Church and right. uh, Danny McCray. So uh, this football thing for me, being around the stars, really, really, really helped me. And uh, my man Charles, he he makes his appearances when he makes them. So ain't nobody gonna stop him from coming in the though.
2: Okay, so you guys talk about getting together here and there now and then. So are y'all planning on making a trip up to Colorado to see Coach Prime one of these days? You you went up there? Yeah, I've been up there uh, when he
0: first got to be the coach. Mm -hmm. uh, I went a couple uh, months after that, and then I went to the uh, game where they lost to Stanford. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I talked to him maybe once a month or a couple times a month. You know, I talked to him. I want to tell him, you know, uh, quit getting his kid beat up you know <laughs> yeah he getting sacked, sacked a lot a man, much, man. I, that do concerns it. me you know you don't need to be in college doing it it's one thing to be like sam howell yeah. and be in the pros right doing it but in college you don't want to leave college gunshot you know yeah, what I'm exactly saying? Yeah, exactly charles hey. you,
2: you ever check you're going to try to get up to colorado
3: in the next couple of years oh yeah I, my, my thing i want to go up there when it's really cold because you know brothers (laughs) don't like cold so (laughs) (laughs) i know if i go up there when it's really cold i'm going out the airport to the game back to the airport and i'm coming back i know that's right yeah so um but yeah i'm i'm proud of dion Mm -hmm. i'm proud of success he's had i think dion has made it interesting to to watch college football again yeah um you know the, the sad thing is is that He's going through that 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 pain of not having the athletes yeah uh, to be as successful as he wants to be yeah and um, you can you can pump you can pump somebody up as much as you want but if it ain't much substance to them
2: you right.
0: know they're gonna fall
2: that's right and you know what Nate you actually lived through this the first year Jimmy came to the Cowboys y'all went one and fifteen
0: yeah yeah I've been on the bottom man and uh, we like I say once again we I got. Key players, and then Charles was the, you know, Charles piece? was the reason I, for our first few Super Bowls, and then Dion right. reinvigorated again. Say what? Cut it out. You 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 <laughs> wasn't that good. You <laughs> I was wasn't gonna, that good. I was okay. He came in here and smashed. His boy Wallace, Steve Wallace, was his boy. That's right. You know he helped Steve Wallace be an All Pro tackle. Then he come back and he smashed this kid. You know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He smashed. Hey, he had the
0: wrong jersey on.
2: Forty nine a jersey. <laughs> hey.
3: hey, bro. I if understand. If they got if they got the clock going and somebody keeping score,
2: then I'm about winning. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And by the way, did y'all notice that uh, Steve Wallace's brother? It's comedian George Wallace.
0: Yeah, I always wondered about that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George always bragging about him. Yeah, man, I, I just, uh, I played against Charles, and he helped some other dude get a sack, some old fat guy, <laughs> get a sack <laughs> on me. He talked no, like he got the sack. <laughs> no, yeah. hey, you know what? They were so
3: busy double-teaming
0: me, let the tackle just go get a sack. That's, <laughs> no, right. That's you, right. they ran an E.T. He banged me, knocked me off, and the dude looped round and got the sack. Two and a was coming down, but we just couldn't close the gap quick enough because right? he banged me so hard, you know, right, <laughs> like, like D-Law banged that dude. on. Uh, uh, yeah, he uh-huh. yeah, it hit that, me hard.
2: That's the, that's the thing. See, Charles, you, you tried to downplay it, but you were an exceptional edge rusher. In fact, nobody could t- contain you one-on-one. They had to double. When was the last time you were single t- single coverage? I mean, when somebody was somebody just man-to-man with you? Never. Hey, I, I, I got it sometimes. Some I got, I got a it A couple times
3: here and there. But, um. You know what, hey, it's a team sport. And That's right. my thing was I wanted the D-line to understand that I'll, I I would lay my life down for them. Mm-hmm. And we had that type of brotherhood. They were sacrificed for me just as much as I was sacrificed for them. And you just up with all the sacks. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. no. <laughs> a lot of sacrifices hey, going hey, on. How many D-buzzled linemen went to the um, Pro Bowl and, and I didn't go?
0: Coat. How many that people in the you. Hall of Fame and they ain't there? <laughs> 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 yeah, the same ones that yeah. went to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. They, they watching him walk across see, stage. I, and see, I love the, the humbleness, but mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, when he walked in, man, when he walked into our place the, over there, the old yeah, place, the Valley Ranch. It, he went there two days. Yeah, he got off the plane, elated to be a cowboy. That lasted one day. The next day, they bring him in the locker room. We all just sitting around. And we accepted him because if Jimmy brought him, we knew he was a baller. Yeah. And plus, I played against him, so I knew what he could do. Yeah. So he walks in there, man. And I wish this was a family show I could cuss. <laughs> he walks in there and he said, You sorry, huh? I ain't none of y'all. Da, da, da. I got a scout report on all of y'all, especially the offense. And he wouldn't have just. Point started with Troy just telling everybody name and name. Oh man, just telling everybody what they what, what he saw from them and da 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 da. I like, you know, I looked at this dude like, you know what? Man, maybe we maybe we should trade him for a little bit less to get him out of here. <laughs> but, he had the scout report. He was, yeah. tell, he was telling y'all how
2: to step up. Your yeah, name. but it, but it's the
0: way you talk to people. Right. The word p- politically correct one back in them days. No, no, back in them days. You just no. got talked. about exactly. And so once he did that, man, it wasn't two weeks later. He came up to me, F.A. Nate. F.A. Nate, that's what, you know, y- y'all put it together. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah, F.A. Nate. I said, <laughs> what up? You know, I called him his name, his right. name that I had, you know, which were ain't nice. <laughs> right. And he said, you know what, man, listen to me. He said, I'm serious. He said, in the first five or six weeks, you look like an all pro, and everybody be like, man, look how good Nate looked. But after that right there, it seemed like you just eat yourself out of shape or you just you don't look the same the rest of the season. He said, man, I'm going to work out with you every day, be over here this time. Listen, I'm thinking he's joking. So I come back, he there, him and Tober. And we started working out, man, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, a light day Thursday, Mm -hmm. Friday off Saturday getting ready for the game. I did this for five, six straight years. I made Pro Bowl every year. He worked out with me, him and Tober. Yeah.
2: It's the little things like that. You know, when we come back, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, it is the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I saw Charles yesterday in the Cowboys <coughs> locker room talking with Micah Parsons and Dak Prescott. He might not tell all the details, but we're going to talk about some of the love that was shared yesterday next on Cowboys Crosstalk. We're supposed to be in a commercial break right now. I think we are.
1: to Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco
2: we are back I'm Chris Arn along with the legendary Nate New from DallasCowboys.com Nick Harris and our special guest Pro Football Hall of Famer five-time Super Bowl champ Charles Haley By the way, at SWBC, customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. Fellas, I'm going to tell this to Nick. See, Nick's new to DallasCowboys.com. Fairly. (laughs) Fairly new, but he's he's an excellent uh, writer, excellent reporter, excellent uh, uh, conversationalist on the radio when when we have you on on 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate it. Me and Nate and Charles go way back. Way back. In fact, Charles, you got to tell this one story. You got to fill in the blank for me. The first time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, everybody got invited to the White House. So we go up to the White House to meet President Clinton, and we fly in to D.C. Everybody's on the plane except Charles. I guess Charles ain't going to be there. We get on the bus, and we're going to the White House, and the bus pulls up out front, and there's Charles at the gate. (laughs) Charles, how did you. What happened, and why were you not on the plane or on the bus? Because you got the, I mean, you came in with the rest of us, but you were already there. Well, um, President Clinton
3: um, invited me, my wife, and my kids to the White House, so we went to the White House, and uh, <coughs> um, I think this was the second Super Bowl. Okay. If you're talking about, um, and Jerry didn't, Jerry wouldn't let the, um, the wives go on the plane. Right. And so... <coughs> My wife was going to go she, okay you know she she suffered through the, <laughs> to get me there, and she was going to go so um but you know she showed up very nice she was the only wife there besides you know
2: right gene gene so um that's that was the big thing. one other note about that trip, and this was pretty cool. it was Michael Irvin's birthday. you remember that name? Yeah. it was michael Irvin's birthday that that yeah. day. And uh, wow. they made a little big deal about that too So it was a nice little visit uh, The Cowboys <sighs> going to the White House Man, the Cowboys need to win a Super Bowl This might be the year if things fall into place Let's, let's talk just a little bit about this year's team And I mentioned going to the commercial break You was out in the locker room yesterday And everybody's in, a, in a, a really good mood You visited with Micah Charles And you also visited with Dak I'm not going to ask you to share your conversations But it seemed like everybody was, was feeling good about this game tomorrow well, um, I, I I think
3: that um, you know the Redskins gave all that talent away. Yep. So, oh yeah, the
2: uh, trade, the trade so deadline. Yeah. So yeah. Chase the, Chase gone, and um, the defensive that, ends.
3: That other defensive end that was good, he Sweat. Well, so they should be able to run the ball, throw the ball. Mm-hmm. The best defense is a great offense, and um, so um, when you look at from that standpoint, um, we should have a good day because. We're, we're not playing teams of any caliber. Mm-hmm. But yet we let them hang around.
2: Gotcha. Um, those, you need coach, to stomp out those, those pretenders because the contenders are the ones you got to worry about. Well, uh, the worst teams used to beat out, but but
3: we had, all the coaches I ever had, we didn't ever take our foot off the gas pedal. We put it on them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the starter stayed in the game till the end of the game. Right. When we put it on. We're about winning. It's an attitude. And you, you can't turn that switch on and off. Most guys don't have the ability to do that. So you have to keep your foot on the gas.
2: Hey, Nate, for the for the Cowboys on this Carolina game, you had a couple of guys that stepped it up big time. Deron Bland had another pick six. He's got four. Tied an NFL record now. And then Tony Pollard. Hit that hole and <clears throat> dr- drug drug four guys in for a touchdown. What did you think about the way they put they they played on Sunday?
0: You know, I I like what Tony Pollard is trying to accomplish, you know, when when there's holes there. But uh, you know, I just I want them to get him outside. Mm-hmm. Uh if you watch the Forty uh if you watch excuse me, if you watch the Philadelphia versus uh Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. You saw that little screen there is running with Swift mm-hmm. they run him out there like he's going to run a rock the and they'll bring him back across the middle. Man, that you tell me, Pollard couldn't do that, bro. Yeah. With the greatest of ease, get him out in open space. You, you you got him thinking the wrong thing. He ain't no banger. Right. He ain't no big body banger. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many times you run him up in there. All you doing is just it, putting him at a disadvantage. Get him out in open space. I was so glad to see them throw the ball to him outside. Yeah. Let this kid be who he's supposed to be. Don't. Don't let some money change your thoughts of who he is. Yeah,
4: you saw them really play to his strengths yes. in the first quarter. He came out – three carries for 34 yards. It was getting him out in space. It was getting Hunter Lipke out as a lead blocker, mm-hmm. which they are starting to integrate that a little bit more. But I think what's going to help the running game even more as the season goes on, that offensive line is starting to get really, it, really up front. They're starting to get a lot of chemistry. All five of those Time guys, they're starting to stack some games together. Jill, as you said, it's working in the pass game, back-to-back games with no sacks allowed. I think that's eventually going to trickle down to the run game. I think Tony Pollard has a big day tomorrow. I feel it coming. I think right. the
0: thing that has really helped everybody is the ability for Dak to move around in the pocket. Right. You know, and to run when he, got a he has time. to. Got a little time. And so now, even with the sacks, uh, by Dak being aware now that, hey, I'm going to move around. I'm not just going to stay in like I'm, you know, like I'm, you know, can sure. just drop back and throw this ball. He moving around.
2: You know That's what? That's everybody, man. You just called it because, ironically, the offensive line gave up zero sacks in that last game. So, right. yeah. He feels comfortable in the pocket. He's moving around a little bit more. They know what he can do. He's getting some pass protection. Um, I mentioned De'Ron Bland. I didn't mention Micah Parsons yet because, Charles, you talked to Micah yesterday. He was amazing. The the game before, he had zero stats, and he wasn't happy about that. Even though the Cowboys won big against the Giants, he wasn't thrilled about that. But guess what? He impacted the game, and then this last game, he had two and a half sacks. Hey, have, yeah. have you ever won a
0: game where you were statless? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to check you on that. I'm going to hey, check you no. on that. You can check me, bro. No.
3: <laughs> it, no. it don't happen. Hey, you know, um, he, You know, the thing that he has to understand is, is that uh, if he's, if he's going to say that he's the, he the best player out there, mm-hmm. then when teams double-team him, that means there's one less receiver going out. Right, but hey, and he got to understand he's making the other guys stronger inside. Mm-hmm. But um, but you have to play um, unselfish football, and um, and my what I always talk to him about is is that what leadership is. Yeah, by example. Right. Okay. You you don't don't tell people what to do. Show them.
2: Mm-hmm. And, in fact, one of the best guys at that is Tank Lawrence. You like the way Tank's been playing for the last five, six years, quietly Um, getting it done. Hey,
3: you know what? He's a technician. He goes out, he has a plan, and uh, you're not going to knock him off his plan. And the guy know how to play hurt. Mm -hmm. He know how to, you know, he he has a skill set,
2: and he maximized that. Maximize that skill set. Nick, can you talk about well, you mentioned the injuries and playing through them. Um, there's some guys that got kind of banged up in that game. In fact, uh, C.D. Lamb, who, by the way, I don't know if y'all heard this or not, because he broke that or he, he created an NFL record when he had four consecutive games of 150 yards receiving, 10-plus catches. They put, they put him, I think it's three straight games. Three straight. Three straight games. He put his gloves and the helmet into the Hall of Fame. So, the Pro Football Hall of Fame went and picked that up. In the game against Carolina, he tweaked his ankle a little bit. Have you seen the practice report? Because I know there's some guys a little bit banged up. And, Nick, I know you got some inside information for people who want to know these things.
4: Yeah, CD Lane will be good to go tomorrow. That, that's uh, that's first and foremost. Uh, mm-hmm. We asked him yesterday, you know, how's that ankle? You doing all right? He said, I'm straight. I'll be there on Thursday. So, he'll be ready to go in full speed tomorrow. But, J. Ron Kirst, it's doubtful that he'll play He's uh, on back. Thanksgiving. Yeah, having some back issues, so expect Wanye Thomas to step up. That's a really good opportunity for that second year undrafted guy out of Georgia Tech. He showed a lot of things in the preseason, picked off Trevor Lawrence in the very first preseason game, if you all remember, and then whenever he uh, he stepped in for Donovan Wilson, whenever Donovan Wilson was trying to get back and ramped up early in the season. So really good opportunity for the young guy. They also elevated Sheldrick Redwine from the practice squad, so he'll step in in the safety group. But uh, Rico Dowdle, he's going to be questionable, uh, again, with an ankle injury. Uh, so the running game, it could be up and down. Uh, it could be t- Pollard uh, handling most of the load, if Dowdle can't go, and then you got guys like Deuce Vaughn and Hunter Lipke behind him as well.
2: I hope they give the ball to Lipke. That big fullback, he need to carry the ball a couple times. I'm He's as big <laughs> as he is, put as on the goal line, anybody agree or disagree? My, big my, as he is. My thing is,
0: uh, if, if Rigo Dowdle can't go, then it's Hunter Lipke. Yeah, it, uh, and that's it. That that that's the backup. That's a Tony Tovar. Come on, Tony Tovar. Tony Tobin in the house. Tom.
3: Hey, what are you doing, boy? The other is Super Bowl, is. dog. That brother, dog, man. He just, just disappeared.
2: He is here in hey, Cowboys. Are you
3: sure he's here? <laughs> <laughs> I he see
2: disappeared. Teeth. I see You teeth. can tell that's Charles Haley's guy. That's Nate Newton's guy. The very quiet Tony Tobin, who's always in and out. You just never know he's he's go, he's around because he's so damn quiet. Wait, well, yeah. did you know that um, the defensive line I play with a bunch
3: of introverts? We never yeah. we never jumped up and down, screamed. We just did our job, and, you know, and um, as professionals and um, um and the, and the love the love I have for the um the four or five guys that I played with yeah
2: unbreakable. And one of the quietest guys is the big cat, Leon Lett. Oh my God, hey! Yeah, he, it's hard to get him to talk, and he's <laughs> the nicest guy in the world. Oh God, man,
3: yeah, hey, but Tony you know told what? It, uh If he had a hey, you know what, um, Leon helped me get into the hall of fame is that right um, yeah hey the brother could play yeah you could hey, stop him i just you know um circumstances um you know maybe stop his career but um you know I, my love for him is, is greater than anything because um just watching him mm-hmm. when coaches told him that he could never be an NFL player and watching him go out and
2: dominate, yeah. intimidate, yeah, and destroy. And he was so good. And like I said, he's a very quiet guy. He actually was uh, one of the defensive line coaches for the Cowboys for years. Yeah, and Nate used to hate. <laughs> when we we line up. We li- at practice, we line up. Run
0: games.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey man, that was the best day. Yeah, I love that.
0: We cheat,
2: I know y'all got is, stories.
0: Man, this this used to kick. This this bothered me to this day. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we we'll get the schedule. You know, because we two a days. We two a day. We oh, yeah. banging boom, back in boom. the day. So. Coach say tomorrow, just letting y'all know, tomorrow, because we getting ready to go to the evening practice. You know, did the morning practice. We had meetings. We having meetings. Tomorrow, we're gonna start working on our game. So today we in the in the practice today and one-on-ones, we're gonna set, you know, get get ourselves in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready. Now I gotta deal with Leon Lett and practice every day. <laughs> so here I am focused. You know, because I'm knowing they ain't supposed to be running no games. I'm here focused on Leon. All of a sudden, man, it's about to almost to break my ribs. <laughs> Leon let come around. There you go, Charles. <laughs> <He's> laughing. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, this, this is practice. supposed to tomorrow, right. bro. I know tomorrow. Yeah. Y'all
2: playing it like it's a game. But we doing it today. I want to do it today. <laughs> hey, we have fun. Speaking, yeah, of, y'all y'all speaking of tomorrow, tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. I want to get some of y'all's Thanksgiving Day memories. And, plus, what do y'all like to eat on Thanksgiving? That's coming up next on Cowboys Crosstalk next. We're back. We're back at Cowboys Crosstalk here at Cowboys Club and the Frisco Star. And by the way, if you don't know, Jack Black wants to use what the pros use. Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit getjackblack.com today. I'm Chris Arnold along with the legend Nate Newton. And from DallasCowboys.com, Nick Harris and our special guest, five time Super Bowl champion, Poe. Football Hall of Famer, Ring of Honor member, Charles Haley, number 94 in your in your books. How you doing, Charles? Hey, man. You I'm having fun loving. so far? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Now, Tony Toba just came through here, but then Tony Hill just came. It, all the former Cowboys showing up this evening the night before the game.
3: Hey, it was the night before Christmas. When I went all through the, the house,
2: house. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Thanksgiving I tease this going in. we go and by the way, in the very next Teased? what does that mean? That means I was telling people what to watch out for. I hey, teased I
3: was gonna say, dog, hey, you a man, you can't tease me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, well happened okay.
2: was I, I. coming up in the very last segment, we're gonna get into this game <laughs> against Washington, but Thanksgiving. You guys played on Thanksgiving, lots and lots of times.
3: And your question was, "What do we eat on Thanksgiving?"
2: Yeah, that's where I was gonna go. Nate ate everything.
3: You remember, <laughs> Nate used to be that big dog. <laughs> hey, hey, he used to even chew the bones, dog. Down hey, to hey, the
2: bone. Hey. Oh, oh, hey, hey. I, I understand. You know what? I'm gonna tell you. I gotta tell this. I gotta tell this. Nate. One Thanksgiving after the game, I took Nate with me down to my friend Nanette Lee's house. Her her mom and daddy had a big Thanksgiving celebration. After the game they said, I can go with you for a little while. Man, we was playing spades, we were playing dominoes. That's Nate. Yep, yep. It was a wow, good and, man. I mean, wish she she getting ready to do another radio show. And of course she still do a comedy stuff with the improv and the whole night. Uh, she's probably listening right now. What up, Nanette Lee? Yeah. But Charles like uh, you mentioned what you like what do you like to eat on Thanksgiving. Uh, whether you were playing football or not, what's some of your favorites? Is it turkey and dressing or do you have a ham?
3: Um to be honest i i don't do holidays is that right yeah it's depressing for me oh you know, man I'm, you know i i mm-hmm. just, so i don't
2: do holidays. i understand so do you so you get together with anybody at all the no, family no just kind of chill yeah. well when you was playing with the cowboys y'all had some moments and some memories now we mentioned leon Lett in that one game when it was icy you
3: talking about miami
2: Yeah, the Miami game. And a lot of people remember that. Y'all went on to win the Super Bowl. The
3: only thing I remember is is that somebody was saying that uh, Jim was going to
2: cut Leon for that. (laughs) For those who don't know, Miami was trying to kick a field goal. The field goal got blocked. Right. And – all you had to do was just stay away from the football and the game's over. But instead, Leon thought, okay, let me recover this fumble. And he touched the football and it was icy and the ball slid away. So Miami recovered the ball and kicked the field goal to win the game anyway. And everybody's just mad. I wasn't mad. Hey, I was.
3: Those the, things happened. Um, right? the, the rules wasn't explained enough, good yeah. enough, so that everybody knew. Now, me, I ain't running down the field for that in the way, right? Yeah. I don't even think I was on the field at that time. If I was, um, mm-hmm. you know, my job is to push a little bit and jump. Right. And then I'm good
2: after that. There was a game that was a special game for Jason Garrett. Troy was hurt. Jason Garrett came in there. Bear Switzer was the head coach, and he kept throwing the ball to Michael Irvin, and Emmitt was running wild. Nate, can you, you remember that game at all? Yeah, yeah. We threw it up in there to, to Avin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah, just threw it up. Yeah, I,
0: I got a Evan question. When, he got it, when, made when Jimmy,
3: cool. when Jimmy was coaching, he brought in every quarterback in the business. He never let Jason Garrett go on the field. <laughs> did he ever let him go on the field? He I never. Did. Yeah. No, yeah, he did not. Yeah.
0: yeah, he did.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, he brought in Pete. He brought in what's that guy with that got his leg way back when he um from Miami? Oh um, yeah, yeah.
2: Boney off. Yeah,
3: Yeah. He
0: he tried, he tried. Well, you know, know, he just
2: wanted to get somebody who had a a more better resume closer to Troy in case Troy got hurt. And, you know what, Jason was solid, but he said, if I can get somebody a little bit better. What did he do when he left? Who, Jason? Yeah. Oh, he, I think he wound up coaching.
3: No, no, no. (laughs) I'm saying, didn't he go play (laughs) in Arizona?
2: I think he played for the New York Giants for a minute. He played for the New York Giants, and then he was a, a quarterback's coach for the Miami Dolphins. No, no, we're not talking. We're talking He's about playing-wise. Playing he, he went for the Giants, right? Yeah, he, he was. he played for the Giants. Jason he did? He was a backup quarterback for the Giants. I yeah. thought
3: he went for to Arizona. He started for a minute.
2: Nah. It not, wasn't? Not Jason Garrett. Not Jason. Not Jason Garrett. Oh, okay. But, hey, back to Thanksgiving. Did y'all, as a – I mean, the, it was a short week. Was it more difficult for that game, or was it made it easier because you were at home? Because there were other teams that were saying, man, the Cowboys in Detroit, they got a competitive advantage playing on Thanksgiving.
3: Now, you know what? Thanksgiving was uh, just like every other week. I'm going to lay on the training table. I ain't going out to practice <laughs> anyway. So I don't care. Bruh, I'm good. You good to the game, though. <laughs> I'm bro. good. You know. Hey, Nate was one of them dummies that had to go out there and <laughs> just hit somebody. He just felt like I just need to do it, you know? He's so used to going out there hey. and banging. Ay, bruh, I ain't hitting nobody.
2: Yeah, they want bet, me to bet play bet on off.
3: Sunday. They want me to play on Sunday. They better let me sleep Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday.
2: I hear hey. you. I hear you. So, Nate, was the schedule kind of tough for you, some of the guys who had to practice on a short week? Yeah,
0: yeah. But basically he didn't He didn't do much to us. As either Coach Johnson or Coach Landry. You know, we just kind of just mm-hmm. walked through and stuff like that. Uh, But we were in such great shape from all of this hitting yeah. that we did during training camp to, it, 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 you know, our bodies were so beat up and hurt, except this guy over here who slept all the time. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's amazing now how he he would do that right there, right? He, but he would study his film. Always. And uh, we would do that evening workout. Mm-hmm. You know, but during the day, he rested. So that's probably why he worked out so well in the, in the latter part of the evening when we came back for that evening workout. Right. So, right. Yeah, he was pretty consistent. Right. Well, so, you know what? Um, <clears throat>
3: What they did was, you know, I wasn't very smart, but they put me in uh, at the 49. They would put me in this room with vibrating chair, headphones, and stuff because I was having migraine headaches, and I liked to just punch people in the face. So they <laughs> they wanted me to calm down, and right. um, I accidentally brought my contract in there, and I read it. It doesn't say anything about a practice, <laughs> bruh. bruh. <laughs> they should. You looked not. at the fine hey, print. You know what they say. <laughs> A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Right. I didn't waste mine. <laughs> Let me tell you that.
2: Well, the good part about those Thanksgiving games was y'all actually, unlike nowadays where they have another Thursday night game, y'all actually would have like 10 days before the yes, next would. game. They, they kind of helped because uh, Coach Landry and Coach Johnson always say the December games were important. Y'all wanted to go into the playoffs on a roll, right?
0: Right. Right. You always want to be peaking at that time and playing your best football and those ten days gave us an advantage for us, us just recovering. Mm-hmm. But uh, how would you
3: recover? Y'all was out there practicing, bruh.
0: Bruh, we were Y'all man. was out there hitting
3: every damn day. They're they able to recover because no, they lying. This He's lying, dog. No, <laughs> they put this, shoulder pads this, on, and, this, and that this, thing went <laughs> pop. Hey, bruh, this, I watched it from I watched it from the training room.
0: Don't understand uh, when you used to practicing every day, mm-hmm. and somebody give you a half a day off uh day and then give you, a, you know then you practice two and you get another half that is that you don't know what that does to your body and, and and i tell people now it's hard for me to to fathom uh walk through uh helmets and shoulder pads then practice mm-hmm. uh full gear then walk through man i could have been still playing if i was practicing on that mode you know
2: right i got you you know we
0: practice i mean when we open up training camp we already been on did our <laughs> uh, sprint test before we leave. We open training camp seven on seven. And conveniently, he would be
2: in there. <laughs> hey, duh. I pull a hamstring, bruh. Hey, I was hey. born at night, but not last night. Not last night. I want to ask you about them rings just for a minute. Them, them rocks? Them, them rocks. Them, oh. them, them infinity stones. Them Ooh. Super Bowl infinity stones. You got man. five of them. Oh, man. You, you were the first one. Then Tom Brady caught you. Hold up then he got two. wait a minute
3: wait a minute did tom tom get suspended
2: not tom brady he
3: didn't get suspended now they did oh, a, a a you Gait 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 scandal wait a minute did he get the deflate scandal oh you need to google that for him <laughs> he got suspended oh okay. for cheating right <laughs> mm. i didn't hmm. cheat <laughs> 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 That we know of so you know what he need to get that asterisk by his name oh is that okay
2: breaking news
3: although
2: although because he's your friend although let he me your tell friend. you friend. hey
3: hey he, he he showed me that he can play though, but yes. hey, see hey. for
2: those who don't know, Charles is saying there's a big, big old smile on his face.
3: Yeah, I man, you know what? He's hey, if you can't laugh at it, exactly, it's, exactly. But I, but, you know what? Uh, records are made to be broken. Uh huh. And um, it stood for a while, but it's just like anything else, it's gonna get broken. Yeah. And um, I, I think that, um, like, uh, they lucky that they play, every generation plays a um, little different. Right. The rule changes because, mm-hmm. you know, John Elway, all those guys, I could take a step and a half and plant you. Woo!
2: Hey, no, I mean plant yeah, you. Yeah, now, nowadays you got to protect the quarterback. Hey. They, they but get, I'm, they, I got a qu- I, I do have a question for you, though, because I think you said records are made to be broken. One of the good things about him breaking that record was they brought your name up again for people who might not have known that you were the oh, one with Lord five rings. Hey, I could
3: care less about Charles Haley's name. <laughs> you understand? Right. Hey bruh, hey, those those I play with, that with Hey, man. those that I play with knows. Um, you know, um, uh, you know, like going to the Hall of Fame, man, you know I I thought my body of work mm-hmm. would get me into the Hall of Fame. Then I realized it's about the things that I might have done. That kept me out of the hall of fame mm-hmm. so um and and you know what you
2: was able to reconcile that
3: I, yeah and yeah. you know what i could go into meetings you know don't dumb asses get in there talk talk about some brotherhood mm-hmm. you know, hey i said brotherhood i said jackie Slate hit me so hard i saw jesus christ in all three forms and you think he's my brother i said, oh no now when
2: it comes to the game. hey i had to when
3: stand up put my right, right. hand up because i had to point him out <laughs> no I, you ain't my brother.
2: Football is a very, 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 very tough game to play. Yeah. And by the way, there is a big game tomorrow. And because of a commercial break coming up, coming up on the other side, we're going to talk about Washington. We're going to get y'all's predictions on the game next on Cowboys
1: Crosstalk. Yeah, Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco.
2: And at SWBC, customized solutions for individuals and businesses are just a click away. Visit swbc.com to learn more and start your next adventure. I'm Chris Arnold along with the legend Nate Newton from DallasCowboys.com, Mr. Nick Harris, and of course our special guest, five-time Super Bowl champ ring of honor inductee and pro football hall of fame member mr charles hayden chuck we so glad you are here uh i'm i'm glad to be here i get to see big papa
3: um for thanksgiving he love it when you call him big papa hey i do do that show
2: yeah Yeah, man (laughs) we do that show boy for real well in this last segment i said we're going to talk about washington you got the big game tomorrow afternoon at 3 30 at Nick, we need some intel. We need some some scouting report on the Washington Commanders. I do know this for those who forgot. That team won their first two games of the season, and then after that they went 2 and 7.
4: Yeah, we can start on the offensive side of the ball. I think there's going to be some opportunities both in the pass game and the run game. We talked about the run game in the last segment a little bit, but in the pass game specifically, they're going to be down their rookie first-round quarterback uh, corner, Emmanuel Forbes. So guys like C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, those are opportunities for those guys to be able to make some things happen. They run a lot of man coverage, and this team has a ton of man beaters. So C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks, again, those are going to be guys that are going to have an opportunity to get going.
2: Okay, you mentioned the defense. This was so wild. Y'all play with this guy named Jack Del Rio, who is their defensive coordinator, and they are not getting anything done defensively. They're, like, last in the league in certain categories, including giving up well, points. Jack could get fired, so it's all good. <laughs> well, you know what? Anything is possible because if you, like win, <laughs> if you don't win, it ain't going to happen. Offensively, they pass the ball a lot. The offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. He was the uh, quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator for Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, and he likes to throw the ball.
4: Yeah, Sam how he's going to throw the ball a lot, and he's going to get sacked a lot. 51 times so far this season and he's been sacked. Uh, he's on pace to break the break the NFL record for a single season that David Carr set back in '02. But uh, yeah, there's going to be opportunities for this pass rush. But I think that this running game might be able to get going for Washington. And if so, it could shorten the game. That's the one concern that I have going into tomorrow. They have some physical runners. Brian Robinson leads that group. Antonio Gibson's going to be questionable tomorrow, but if he can go as well, and that's kind of a change of pace guy for them, uh, I, I think their opportunities are in the run game. But uh, in the pass game, I, I think Dallas is going to be able to take advantage both up front and in the secondary.
3: Hey, Chris. Yes. Um, their best asset is the quarterback. He's like that guy in Buffalo. Right. He's yeah. Bring it to Josh you. Allen, yeah. He Yeah. Hey, he's gonna try to run over you. And he's running the ball more, uh
2: escaping more. mm mm-hmm. Um he's if it ain't open. Yeah. Hey, he putting that ball down, he running. Yeah. Nate, what do you think about uh Washington? Uh the, I know the Cowboys should win this game, but what do you think about the Washington Because they just we ain't talking about them
0: enough. Yeah, are, To me, they're not an issue. Ah. If you block the two Bama boys, uh-huh. game over. Yeah, game over now. If they, if they, if they run they're Robinson, tackles. you know, like you say, it, it could be an uh, ice tub game. If they run that kid, well, he' nice. Number eight, yep. he is nice. If they run him, it's gonna be. But they, they don't, they don't have enough. They, 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 they shouldn't have enough because their strength is our strength mm-hmm. and i think we can pass rush better than they can pass block they love to throw but now the, the, the chinking arm is if they start running that ball
2: with that number eight robinson right. that dude is a
0: hardcore
2: man he hard man and you just mentioned <clears throat> this uh nick probably no J. Ron curse but donovan lewis will be back there we we're we looking just in case they need to in case they start running the ball who are the Cowboys defenders? Because, you know, Leighton Vanderesh, he's out. Micah Parsons is probably going to be mobile and have him lined up all over the place. What are the Cowboys' defense going to do if they start running the ball too yeah, much? Yeah, it's
4: up to those big guys in the interior up front. You got Jonathan Hankins. I know me and Nate have talked a lot about him Mozzie Smith. Mozzie Smith. And then in that second level, Marquise Bell's done a good job in the run game since he's had to step in for Leighton Vanderesh. So just filling the holes and having those instincts, that's what he does best. And it's going to be up to those guys to be able to stop the run.
2: And, Nate, if they start throwing the ball too much, Darion Bland? Nah, nah. It's all
0: about them guys up Stephane. front. Stephon? I'm, I'm telling you, it's all about them guys up front, mm-hmm. and then, and uh, these guys are the recipient of it. Uh, I just think in another year, if they, if everything come together, then it'll work together. Right. You know, like when the Seahawks was rolling, Yeah. you know, sometimes it would be a coverage, the coverage be so good to them guys get sacks up front and vice versa. But right about nice, it's just all about what our front going to do. If our guys stop number eight early, game should be over. Yeah. But if they let number eight Robinson run, it's going to be hard to go. I,
4: I'm with you.
3: I, you know what? Uh, the best defense is a great offense. Yes. Uh, Nate, when y'all were holding the ball eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> snaps. Naps. We hey, if we can throw and run the ball, eat up the clock. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that. You take ah. the running game out of it because they're gonna get behind, and, and they, they have, have to, to throw. throw the ball. Yeah. So we need to we need to have a plan, an action plan where we're gonna actually go out and run the ball, and and you know and dump off. They trying to run the a forty nine er um West Coast offense, mm-hmm. and. The t- um eighty seven is a great tight end for him. Yeah, Jake. Ferguson? Okay, you got you got um you got
2: Lamb. Mm-hmm. Who's your John Taylor? Uh, that would probably be Michael Gallup, or maybe even, maybe even Brandon Cooks. But the bottom line is the Dallas Cowboys will probably have to score first and skill score often. The good part is Washington gives up the most points in the league. They've given up more points than anybody. So literally in the first half, the Cowboys need to come out and handle up on their business. In fact, the Cowboys have won 12 straight home games. What do you think about that home field advantage at AT&T, Charles? you think it's real this year In the last year? Because they haven't lost right. in a while.
3: Hey, all I know is that um, at <laughs> at the stadium when we play, home field advantage meant something. You could hear the right. crowd. Yeah. Uh, there, you can't hear You can't hear. Um, but, uh, you know, what I always tell the guys is is that Jerry Jones on the team. He promotes the team. Mm-hmm. But they are the team. They are the star.
2: Right. And
3: that they got to understand that they got to show up every week. Yes. They got to show up. Yeah. Because – I get tired of people asking me why they ain't doing this, and the fans get tired of them losing. Mm-hmm. So they need, to, they need to understand
2: the dynamics mm-hmm. of how things work. hey, And realize can't. they earned the star on that helmet. I got you. Yeah, you got one minute. Yes, I do have one minute. That means time for some predictions. Nope. Nick, who? what's the final score to, tomorrow afternoon?
4: I, I think Washington gets the points on the board, but I think Dallas, I think they went commandingly uh, 45-24.
2: Forty-five, twenty-four. Charles, what's your prediction? Um, uh, the Cowboys win. Cowboys prediction. (laughs) That's That's right. No matter how many points. Nate, what about you? One point. All we doing is trying to get to Philly. Trying to get to Philly. And by the way, through the Seahawks. For those who don't know, the Cowboys' next game a week from Thursday will be at Seattle. Uh, They host Seattle. Then a week from Sunday, they will host the Philadelphia Eagles who I could not believe Kansas City squandered that lead and gave that game to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm still not over that. My prediction, Cowboys win, I'm going to say 42-6. to And with that, it's been a pleasure. Charles, nice, thank Nate, you, thank you, thank you, and thank Nick, you. this is Cowboys Crosstalk.
1: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you,